Hey all, this is Dave Korsunsky. We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. We've got a lot more great guests coming, so stick with us. If you like what you've been hearing, head to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. Helps keep our show going, and we really appreciate it. Just a few quick updates on what we've been working on with HeadsUpHealth.com, which is our app that allows you to centrally track all of your health metrics so you can use data to optimize your health. We just finished our integration with Elite HRV, so you can link your Elite account and your heart rate variability readings will show up on your Heads Up dashboard. Our electronic integration with Keto Mojo is right around the corner. It will be available in October of 2018. You'll be able to purchase a Bluetooth connector for the Keto Mojo device and it will instantly sync the readings with Heads Up Health. So we're really excited about that one. We've been beta testing it, it's working great, and it's right around the corner. Our mobile app, also right around the corner. We've got a bunch of beta testers, it's working great. That one should be available in September 2018. Our integration with Chronometer has just started. It'll take us two or three weeks to finish that one up. So lots of great new features in the Heads Up Health app. Check it out at headsuphealth.com. Okay, let's get back to the show. Welcome to Data Driven Health Radio. Hey, all we're back to Data Driven Health Radio, and I have a really cool dude here in front of me right now who normally before we get on the podcast, we'll, we'll do a bunch of small talk and, and try to figure out what the heck we're going to talk about. But I just decided to throw all that out the window for this one because uh, I'm sure Martin and I will have no trouble finding a bunch of cool stuff to talk about today. So Martin, thank you for joining us on a Friday afternoon. It's nice and sunny outside. We're, we're both kind of chomping at the bit here to get after our weekend. But Super happy to have you on the show. We, we want to learn everything about what you guys are working on over at Labs. It's very aligned to everybody in the Heads Up Health community. So thanks for being here, brother. Give us a quick intro. Great. Thank you for having me. Well, and thanks for taking time out of your time uh, during this uh, holiday week. I'm yeah, up no here worries. in Seattle, but I was out riding around on my Harley earlier nice. today enjoying yeah. the sun. And apparently with a few extra dollars in your pocket, based on what you just told me before we jumped on the call. So you're feeling pretty good going into the weekend, Martin. I, I am feeling pretty good going into the weekend. I won a little bit of money on, on a poker game last night. And the whole reason I'm involved in this whole thing with Dave Asprey and uh, Bulletproof Labs, which is now Upgrade Labs, and yep. finding some quantification and all the stuff I'm doing is because of a poker game. Awesome. And Tell um, us more. Yeah. So, you know, I sold my last software company about five years ago, four years ago. Yep. And one of the things I decided to do with my time, I was mostly riding my bike and hanging out and I wasn't much of a quantifier. I've been always a data nerd. I was a Microsoft mm -hmm. guy and computer science major and all that stuff. But I, I was like, I'm going to start to meditate again. And I started to meditate and use some apps and 
I was like, this is too damn slow that somebody has to have hacked this meditation thing. And by the way, what are the biomarkers or what are the things I could measure Absolutely. that tell me whether I'm doing it right or not? 100%. Yep. You know, like, and I didn't know anything about cortisol or inflammation or anything, but I started looking around and I found this guy, um, Dave Asprey's podcast and listened to it, uh, one day. And he started talking about 40 years of Zen, which is his mat intensive neurofeedback, uh, course, which is basically targeted at trying to reprogram the brain in one week to give you the benefits of 40 years of meditation, but in one week using technology. And it's a hack, like trying to, you know, restructure your brain using technology with all the benefits of meditation, but skip the 40 years in the cave part. And I was like, that is what I need. I, I yeah. want to, I want to do that. And I want to measure some stuff and this and that. Yeah. And um, so I call him up and I go, I want to do this 40 years of Zen thing. How much is it? And they go $15,000. And I was like, Oh, well, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Let yeah. me just take pause. This yeah. is on a Wednesday. Yeah. The poker games on Thursday night that I've been playing for like 15 years, I yeah. go to the poker game. Guess how much I win. Con conveniently. Let me take a wild guess. <laughs> I have no idea, Martin. Help me out here. <laughs> I get handed fifteen thousand dollars to yes. the penny, like not fourteen thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine, not fifty. It, it was like, divine intervention, Martin. Divine, divine intervention, intervention yes. hands me fifteen thousand dollars. I pick up the phone. I call. Three weeks later, I'm sitting at Forty Years of Zen with Dave Asprey. I meet him, and you know, I go on this whole journey, starting with investing in Bulletproof, and then kind of starting to track a bunch of my own biomarkers and do some of the hacks that he talks about that led, led me all the way to running bulletproof labs and upgrade labs. So, uh, uh, that's a fantastic it's poker. trajectory to get yeah. into, to the position that you're in now. So tell us about your company that you exited from. What were you working on? Uh, the last one or this one? Previously, the one you said was about five years ago. Oh, like oh, yeah. So um, I, I'm pretty much a, a software guy. And um, the last company I had started was uh, called Cashless Inc. that changed its name to Tipper, but it was in the infrastructure of daily deal space, so Groupon. Yep. But we had a private label, Groupon, that we licensed to um, Microsoft and a bunch of big brands, Citibank, and all cool. these other people that wanted to do their own daily deal thing. Yep. And it turned out to be okay. I ended up selling it, but the most, the happiest part about it was that I got all of my employees jobs out of the deal. Um, yep. It wasn't that great of a financial return, yep. but um, I didn't really think I wanted to run another company after that. I was just doing investments. I've done about yep. 70 investments myself. Yep. And that's how I got in, involved with Dave is uh, when I met him, I invested in Bulletproof, the main coffee company. Yep. And but through going to his house and trying out all these biohacks and talking to him about what biomarkers he was tracking and how he measured, you know, what he was doing in the hacking world against his data and how that relationship worked. That's how I got involved in the labs part of it, which is really the, the retail version of what Dave has at his house. You know, I, um, I owe a huge debt of gratitude to Mr. Asprey because it was right around 2011 when I was just trying to figure out what the heck was going on with, with my own health. And I was in the corporate world in Silicon Valley and under way too much stress. And 
working out really hard and not losing any weight. My body composition was terrible. And I found his podcast. And this was like when it was still super underground. Uh, mm-hmm. He had this podcast host, like his name was Ar- Army or something like that, young kid. And it was awesome. I just like devoured everything that, that, that he put out. Went to his first conferences. And mm. he, got, he helped me change my diet for the first time. I learned about the Bulletproof diet. I had no concept of anything other than the standard American diet. Right. One of the first blog posts I ever wrote, you know, I, I got a WordPress site set up. I ran all my blood work and did a DEXA scan, then did Bulletproof Diet for six months, re-ran all my blood work, did another DEXA scan, and published all the results. Awesome. Was, he, I, this was like my first experiment. Really? You know, my first N equals one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And what, what were the results? Well, the DEXA scan shows you where you've lost fat. Yep, yep the green and the yellow and all that stuff. And you could see like right in, in the, in the midsection, like the hard to get to belly fat is where a lot of the change happened. Nice. And I, I showed the numbers that came down the, obviously the, the total cholesterol uh, and the LDL went up a little bit, but so did my cholesterol ratios. They actually sure. got, got better. So yeah. all things considered inflammation, all those things, it was, it was a really cool experiment and that, and he's actually the one that has inspired me over the years to, to do what I'm doing now, which, which we're also familiar with. So huge debt of gratitude to that guy. I just want to recognize it on this podcast. I don't think I've ever done that before, but you know, listening to that guy really got me down the path and, you know, sounds like uh, similar with you just kind of found some of the hacks he was working on and absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, um, you know, I didn't start with the diet. Uh, I'm not, I like tacos too much to eat just the bulletproof diet. (laughs) Um, Can't blame you on that one. I I need to crush a cheeseburger every so often as well. Yeah, you know, and and you know what? If you're measuring stuff and you know how things react, it's okay to do that every now and then. For sure. But, you know, what some of the things that he um, and I talked about is, was, you know, first of all, to what based on what you're doing or in support of what you're doing people need to know their data so many people don't know anything like the doctors have been holding this data hostage and if people have it at all it might be in their medical records but they don't know or some super lame patient portal or some super lame patient portal somewhere but they but they also wait for the doctor to tell them what it means or whatever and he's like why do i need a permission slip to my own data i don't understand this yes and the first part step in any uh, of of a health journey should be get a lot of data, get control yeah. of your own data, whether any, it's any, coming, decision. Uh, any yeah, decision, whether you're buying or selling a company, a company actually, or when, anything, when you're making an investment, right? You're looking at these right. numbers. And so we, we don't think about that for our health. That association no. does not exist. Well, the doctors have done a good job of uh, putting themselves out there as the only, you know, owners of knowledge about anything to do with health, even though they're not any, I mean, they're, they're, the, the medical system was set up for acute care and for fixing people after they were broken, not actually keeping them healthy. Yeah. It's a completely different model. But but a lot of people still, you know, sort of trust in that the doctors are going to tell them what it means 
or how to be healthy. And that's not even their job. Their job may be to fix you after you're broken, but it's only to fix the one part that they went to school for yep. the, the leg or the bone or the ENT or whatever. And the, the bottom line is the problems most uh, uh, people have today are systemic and, as opposed to acute lifestyle. And, and lifestyle and interrelated. And the entire medical system is not designed to deal with lifestyle or systemic problems. It's it was designed to do very well at acute things, which is why when you break a bone, you know, you go to a guy that fixes broken arms. Um, but if you have inflammation, um, who do you go to? You go to an ENT guide, you go to a gut guide, you go to a mm -hmm. who, and, and, and most of those guys don't know what to do with that. Yep. So, so Dave um, convinced me to start tracking some of my biomarkers. And one of my first questions with, to him was, what do you use? Like, is there a system? Is there any software or whatever? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I have a spreadsheet. And I've tried some other things. Uh, I had a spreadsheet. I still do. You, have, have a you still do have a spreadsheet. I have it framed as like <laughs> Heads Up Health version 1.0. I know, exactly. And um, when I you know, realized that Dave Asprey, one of the inventors of biohacking, is still using a spreadsheet, I said, oh my gosh, there's got to be somebody that's done something better. So I started poking around and I ran into you at the um, comp last Bulletproof conference. And I'm glad you're doing what you're doing because. Uh, we, we need better, uh, better tools. What we're trying to do at Upgrade Bulletproof Labs, which is now, we kind of spun it out of Bulletproof and are calling it Upgrade Labs for all of our new locations. Cool. But um, we're, we're trying to create a system that, uh, where we've got people's data from the blood work and the gut and all the other things, but then also integrating the interventions that they do at our place the ARX sessions, the VASPR sessions, the CVAC sessions, the infrared light sessions, not just the stuff you get in Apple Health, like the number of steps. Yep. Steps is really not that interesting, but some of the other things like, you know, watching your HSCRP level in relation to how many cryo sessions you've done. Absolutely. Much, much more useful than, 100%. Um, you know, steps versus whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that's, that's really what I'd love to focus on is like some of those modalities at, at your facility, what they are, how, how one might quantify them. And I, I got to come by the uh, yeah. Santa Monica facility. That was right after a pretty wild night, I think, after the conference. So yeah. I think both of us were a little foggy the next morning. A little, none, yeah. None, nonetheless, I was able to come in and get a tour of the facility. And there were some absolutely awesome machines in there mm -hmm. cryotherapy there's yeah. there's the one i'm sure you can give me the name but it, it it's a capsule that's that that rotates um, oh yeah that's the our virtual float tank yeah so can we run through those martin i'm sure nobody listening to this show or, or pick <laughs> pick a few that that are, are most relevant that are in 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 the facility right and tell us about them Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, you can go to our website, UpgradeLabs.com or BulletproofLabs.com and see a lot of the information about the machines. But I'd like to talk about three or four that have impacted me personally. Awesome. Yes. And, and the, how you've quantified it. And how I've quantified it and then how that sort of led me to being CEO of this thing. And, and, and with everything I do, I only do things that I have personally done that have personally helped my life that I'm in personally involved in. Yep. I don't get involved in anything like that. And so when Dave told me that, 
you know, these were his favorite machines and they had helped him. I'm like, great, good for you, but I want to test myself. And the first one I tested was uh, what we call the cold hit. It's the Vasper machine. And that's a thing that you ride uh, the stationary bike with uh, cold compression on your legs and your arms. And it's concentrating the lactic acid. And what it's supposed to do is simulate a two and a half hour workout in 21 minutes. And so you, it's supposed to turn your pituitary gland on and restart your hormone production because your body thinks you did a two and a half hour workout, but you only took 21 minutes. And the benefits of that is that you get the hormonal response of a two and a half hour workout in a 20 minute workout. Awesome. And that seemed, sounded like an amazing hack. And there were studies out there that they'd done that showed in two weeks, you could increase your testosterone by 150%. And they'd done it uh, two or three times. And I'm like, that sounds like bullshit pixie yep. dust. So I'm yep. going to test it myself. So I tested my testosterone. And then I did the workout 20 minutes a day, three times a week for two weeks. So a total of two hours working out over two weeks. My testosterone went from 468 to 1098. Whoa. In two weeks. I mean, (laughs) it was off the charts. And, you know, since then it's bounced around and I I haven't figured out the exact number of sessions I have to do to keep it up in the eight or nine hundreds. But I mean, I'm a completely different person you know, with that, I mean, 468 for a guy my age is not low, it's average. Yeah. But, you know, to Dave's point, if you have technologies like that machine that in a reasonable amount of time invested can get you into clearly into above average in certain biomarkers. A thousand plus is awesome. A thousand plus is like amazing for yeah. over, over 50 year old guy like me. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's un, unheard of, but you're, you're a completely different person. So that, that is now my choice. I now have the technology to make a choice to have a different biomarker and to live with a different relationship with that hormone if I want to. Yeah. And so that one was amazing. Yeah. Um, so the, Martin, before you leave that one, are you doing maintenance doses now? What, where are you at in terms yes. of like calibrating? Um, so, I mean, I haven't tested my testosterone lately, like in the last four or five months, yep. but I'm just doing once a week now. Uh, and when I talk to the manufacturer, they say that that's usually enough. You can start with four, three or four times a week for three or four weeks, yep. two or three get weeks. It up, get it up and there. That'll get it up yeah. to a pretty high level. And then once a week should be good after that. If you do it more than that, you're actually going to probably create too much. And yep. a little, you know, like Lana, Dave's wife, when they first got that machine, did it every day for two weeks. And she had to stop because she said her clothes stopped fitting. She started, she grew so much muscle. She grew like eight pounds of muscle mass in two weeks. Yeah, and she's like, I just, I just didn't want to be that muscly. For like, sure. it was too much. Well, so. that's cool. And and when I was at the facility, Martin, what I loved is that you guys have the phlebotomist right there. We do. Yeah, we have. We we do. We, you can get your blood tested right there, and um, we're working on the integration, you know, with their lab and our member portal or whatever we're building, so that we can, you know, make it um, seamless. Yep. For people right now, it's still a little, you know, PDF files, which is still pisses well, me off. Well, that's, that's okay, but the important thing is people can get the test. People can get the test right there. The so if you've got to send somebody to Quest Diagnostics after they do the machines, it's never going to happen. People are not going to make those associations yep. as easily as if right. they could just get it done right then and there. 
Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's one of the benefits. Like, you know, our first three members at Bulletproof Labs there were people who had been schlepping all over town in LA to get different things done. Yeah. Blood test here, cryo there, infrared yeah. light here, yeah. this and that. And, you know, the, one of the beauties of what we've done at labs is to bring these things together yeah. into a space where people who understand these new modes can get them all in one place and save people time. And especially in LA, that's a big deal. You, get, you, you do yeah. three things at once with one parking and, you know, yeah. it's a big deal. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's machine one. I love that's it. Mach that's machine one. Favorite number two. Uh, favorite number two is uh, a thing called uh, Nano V, which mm -hmm. we call Breathe Easy. And it's an easy water machine. Mm -hmm. So you just basically sit there and breathe through a cannulin or through a, a tube that goes up onto your nose. This um, water that's been uh, imparted with a specific electrical charge that makes it easy water. And easy water is something your mitochondria create uh, as to help in detoxification that particular electrical charge attaches to free radicals and, yep. and is part of the detoxification process and your mitochondria spend roughly 20 23 percent of their energy during the day creating easy water to do detoxification to do the detox job mm -hmm. and one of the side effects of breathing and flooding your system with easy water and so this machine is FDA approved to reduce oxidative stress on cells which is basically eliminating free radicals around your cells because that's yeah. what oxidative stress is yeah. now one of the side effects which they didn't quite know about till we started doing it was when you flood the body with easy water the mitochondria go oh there's plenty of that stuff around and they stop making it or for that day they make they spend less energy on that so then that mitochondrial capacity is available for other things and yeah. so the theory was that you would increase your aerobic capacity in addition to increasing the, the rate of detoxification. Seems logical. So, so what I did is I said, let me test that. So I do a lot of bike riding with Strava, and I'd ridden this bike ride over here in Seattle. It's a 1.3-mile hill climb, 6%. I'd ridden it over 100 times. I knew my average time. I knew the gear that I rode it in. I wore a heart rate monitor. I had my average heart rate, everything. So I did it on a Saturday, and I did it at a pretty average, a little bit above average time. And then I did breathe this water for 15 minutes a day, three days in the week after, and then rode it again the next Saturday. I rode the same hill climb uh, basically 23% faster. I was pushing a gear three gears bigger at the same constant heart rate. So I wasn't compensating getting the extra speed by additional heart rate effort. You had more power in it. I had more power in my cells. My mitochondria had conserved yeah. roughly 20% of their energy during the week, not producing easy water. That energy ATP was available to yeah. push those gears. Sweet, man. I was like, oh my God, like yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. Now, of course, you know, the company loved the information and we're trying to do a bigger study and this and that. I mean, they're trying to figure out if they can make an FDA claim around that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I showed data to those, our members that are athletes and tell them they can get that kind of improvement, athletes, like athletes will pay lots of money for a two, three, five percent. For sure. Yeah. Capacity. Yeah. 20%. Yeah. You know, and, and everyone who's tried that has had a similar thing. Now, that's usually a one, you know, you don't get 20% every week, every time you do it. It's really, you know, if you come from 
a state where you have not done any detoxification and you do it, you know, in a week you can get that kind of thing. Yep. Um, but basically what you're, if you breathe that a couple of our pro football players and NBA players have in, integrated that into their daily regimen. So what they're just doing is, you know, so now all the time they have extra mitochondrial capacity and they're also just cleaner from a oxidative stress level every day. And that the other thing that reducing oxidative stress does is then your cells, instead of sitting there like this, Oh no, don't get me from the free radicals. They're like chill, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> it's just less stress. Yeah. So, so that machines has been super impactful. And another, again, it's an amazing one. Uh, I think because you can just sit there and fucking do your email. Yeah. I mean, you're doing nothing. You're breathing this, you know, vapor yeah. for 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the easiest thing ever. Yeah. Bring your uh, laptop, bring your laptop in, get some cranks, or, get some work done. Or get an IV while you're yeah. doing this or get a PEMP or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and then the, the third one that I like the best is uh, that I, that has been impactful for me is probably the CVAC. Mm -hmm. which is that orange pod that's the um, atmospheric cell trainer. Mm -hmm. And what that's doing, you're sitting in it and it's squeezing, you're taking you from sea level up to 20,000 feet, rapid succession. It's like being in an airplane going up and down. Yep. And what that's doing is basically exercising your cells, every cell, like squeezing and unsqueezing your cells like this. Yeah, so like a massage. Pretty, like a massage, but of every cell on an interior basis. So. Yeah. You know, like the NFL bought three of them because it's one of the few things that's been proven to help uh, traumatic brain injury because yeah. you're you're exercising the cell, the, the 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 head and the brain cells in a way that you can't do with manual manipulation. Yeah. And so it increases lymphatic drainage and detoxification, releases stem cells and the free flow. Anyway, um, but it's also the basically sit there and get fit, uh, get exercised by doing that. Again, you can be on your phone yeah. or whatever you want. And I've noticed on that one, uh, an increase in aerobic capacity to maybe 10% yep. um, just by sitting in that for an hour a day, three times a week. And for that hour, I'm doing, you know, something else. Yeah. So being productive. Being so productive. Taking you out of it's not day to taking, day life. It's, yeah. So yeah. do a lot of people do that when they come in? They're like, okay, I'm going to be in there for an hour. I, I got to get shit done. I'm going to bring in the phone, get some stuff done while I'm doing these machines so that it's not like three hours out of your day is that a common but approach that that is a common approach and that's one of the reasons a lot of people come to us at labs is because we really get into this whole idea of stacking one of the idea of hacking is if i could do three things at once exactly right that's a that's a hack right yeah and so the efficiency of what we have, as well as the multiple modes, yep. the fact that you can exercise your cells as well as get stronger with strength training or cardio or yep. immune system. We have the, the brain trainer, you know, like you were talking about the virtual float tank, the spinny thing. We have three different things that will train your brain. And most no other gym I know has anything that will train your brain. Yep. And so, um, uh, and by the, you know, like that spinny thing, I guess if I had to add one, that would be my fourth favorite one, which is a next generation step on the meditation path. Yeah. So, you know, I liked, um, I started meditating again with things like headspace and guided yeah. meditations, but yep. those have a really one-to-one -one relationship. Like I, I even listened to a guided meditation in 30 minutes. I might get 
three or four minutes of theta, like when I know I'm in the zone, even Absolutely. with a guided meditation, it's, it yeah. takes a long time to calm the brain yeah. when you're just listening to a mantra or a guided meditation. But in that spinny float tank, you've got three different signals uh, for the brain. You've got the motion, you've got lights on your eyes, and you've got sound biurnal beats. So those, those three signals are getting you into theta much quicker. And in half an hour, you're going to get 23, 24 minutes of theta, and you'll really feel the difference. It's just a much more efficient, it's like a six times more yeah. efficient workout yeah. for the 30 minutes. And that's another thing that the people come for is the, you know, the efficiency. Is that device, Martin, doing anything to quantify the brain stage during the session? It uh, is after not. You're done? It is not. Out of curiosity, like yeah, and, and 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 really trying to measure the cognitive exercise that we do is is our biggest challenge at labs. Sure. Yeah. That's very self-reported uh, stuff. You know, we've done a couple things uh, on um, the cognitive state that have to do with our NAD supplementation protocols. Mm -hmm. And we use a thing. Have you ever used brain check? No. Brain check, it's a, it's a traumatic brain injury uh, test that batteries all university peer-reviewed stuff. But it basically tests things like um, executive function, short and long-term memory. It's designed to test brain dysfunction more than it is to yep. test brain actual function. But anyway, um, so if you have things that are going to improve your attention and awareness, it'll test that. And we've yep. gotten some good results in that. But basically, the meditation thing is going to do things like lower cortisol, Yep. But it's not going to really do it in a 30-minute session. You're going to see that in your blood work every month when you do it as opposed to sort of an immediate. We, yep. we haven't come up with a good way to do that because what you would need to do that is you'd need to be in an EEG yep. uh, thing. And we do have an EEG for brain training over there. But the interference between the light and sound of the biurnal yep. beats and the EEG, it's those clunky. two don't – they don't. It's, it's clunky and they don't work together. Yeah. So we can't stack those two, even though it would be nice to. Well, if you've done any meditation, you know how you feel when you get into that exactly. state. Like you said, in a 20-minute session, 30-minute session, you'll get those three or four minutes where you're like in tune with the breath. But it takes you 10 or 12 minutes, maybe time. 15 minutes to, to, to get, get to that it. state. So if you can short-circuit that and, and bring that time down. Absolutely. Beautiful. People know it. Beautiful. People know it. And they, and they just get it right away if they, yeah. if they do any kind of meditation. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, similarly, I would imagine with the, um, are you guys doing cryotherapy there? We are. Yeah. Yeah. We have a, we have a currently a nitrogen full body one that goes up to here. Mm -hmm. We just got a new one, which we installed at our Nike uh, pop-up, which we're doing over in Hollywood, which is a full body nitrogen, which does the head, but the nitrogen is in these like radiator things as opposed to in the chamber itself because if it were full of nitrogen in the chamber you'd die because there's no oxygen yeah but but it cools the thing and so it gets as cold it gets like negative 240 degrees but you're chilling the head as well which um, is a huge i think uh, uh, if you can get that the head chilled as well it's got to amplify the effect it, it's it's a huge upgrade because 60 percent of your nerve endings are from your neck up yep. and most cryo systems don't do that and before this one that we found um you could get full body cryo these chambers but they were 
chilled air. They were basically refrigerators yeah. and those things didn't get below 140 degrees negative. Yeah. So they, in our opinion, they didn't get cold enough to give you the therapeutic benefits. Now, of course, they'll argue with it here and there, but the reason we went with, we waited to get the nitrogen ones is because it gets cold, cold enough to give us a therapeutic response. So we're standardizing now on these full body nitrogen cryos chambers. It'll go to negative 240 and it's a huge upgrade for your cryo. Yeah, I know when I do like cold immersion and I actually submerge completely under the water, it's, it's a just a totally different effect. Exactly. So, yeah, that sounds awesome. Okay, so we've got those covered. Um, anything else that, that is really like exciting for you guys that you, you want to share here? You mentioned uh, locations, plural. Yes. So I, I would love to get some information uh, on that. <laughs> okay. Well, let me talk about one other piece of machinery, and then I'll yeah. give you a, a scoop for your podcast of talking about our next location. All right. I haven't announced, uh, announced it yet. All right. Uh, but um, the other one, the the other one or two that we have, that which get which have a lot of interest and and people really like, are infrared light beds. Yeah, and, man. And I our, want that at home. Yeah, totally. And our pulsed electromagnetic fields are PEMF. Also, device. incredible device that I want to have in my in my home as well. I've been I've been eyeing one to order when I sleep. So I'd love to hear about those, Martin. I oh, think they're awesome. Interesting. Which one are you looking at for the sleep? Uh, I, I'd love to get your recommendations. Actually, the website that I was looking at, the name is escaping me. I'll have to follow up with you after. Well, send me the link and I'll tell you what I think about it. Yeah, that'd be cool. It was one that Ben Greenfield recommended on one of his shows. Quite frankly, I haven't done a lot of research, but uh, one of my other buddies has the same device and has uh -huh. really good results with it. So okay, cool. I was just going to try it. There, there, there's all sorts of different ones, and you know, it depends on your goals and your budget and this and that. We use, of course, the expensive commercial ones. Yep. But, um, but, but PEMF, let me explain PEMF. PEMF is amazing for uh, any kind of recovery and yep. uh, chronic pain. Uh, we've had PEMF, -E pulse electromagnetic frequency, is that right? Pulse electromagnetic frequency. Basically yeah. uh, re resonating the, the frequencies of, of the Earth's Earth, natural yeah. fields like through your body. Yeah, the Schumann resonance. And the reason that's beneficial is that we walk around with basically insulators on our feet all day. 100%. Indoors, under lights. Indoor, under shoes. lights, and rubber yeah. shoes, and, 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 uh, and bad EMF frequencies near our body all the time. The computers, sure. cell phones, everything. And what when you walk around outside bare feet, like on the beach, you feel better. And one of the reasons is that your body is releasing static electricity down into the ground and your, your electrical field of your body is getting resynchronized with the earth's electrical field, which is yep. this resonance. Yep. Um, but in this PEMF device, you're sitting there on a, in a chair or lying down and it's pulsing that f frequency through and resetting the body quicker. It, it, we have this one lie down one, this taco one that, Tony Robbins uses your front and back and in 12 minutes you get a full body electrical reset and you stand up like you just were outside for an hour but it's it's you know again a hack and we're using you know more intensity to get the job done quicker but you're resetting the earth uh, the, the the frequencies of your cells and then when the cells are back to their natural frequency they're also functioning better so yep. detoxification happens better healing happens better we've had people that have come in and everybody that has any kind of injury that comes to us, if they have had surgery, if they had broken knee, broken ankle, whatever, they heal roughly 60% faster with yep. when they add the PEMF. Um, you know, if they, if the doctor says three months, they'll heal in one month. Yep. The doctor says six months, they'll heal in two months. And we've had it again and again, especially when they stack it with the infrared beds. Yep. Now, 
we love all sorts of infrared and you know you guys some guys have juves and infrared saunas and this and that but the difference between the bed versus any of those is that on the bed you're lying down on the 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 lights and your body is you know an inch or so from the lights and the efficacy of infrared is logarithmic from the source of the light yep. so if you're within one or two inches you're getting all the intensity but you know 10 you know three inches is like 10 times less than two inches you know what i mean it's gotcha. sort of like that's that. where the bed the bed actually gets you a much much more intense much more effect. intense than the other because like with a juve or in an infrared sauna an infrared sauna most of the therapeutic benefit is actually from the heat, not yeah. from the infrared, because you're sitting there and the, and the lights are a foot or 20 inches away from you. Basically, the FDA has said, if you're more than three inches away from an infrared LED, you're getting nothing. Yep. It, it, the, the light is degraded yeah. by then to not be medically efficacious. So with um, a bed, you're lying on it and you're flip over you're close enough to the lights to get some benefit. Um, that's awesome. So that's the, the, and, and that, with that, that benefit also penetrates the skin. Yep. Um, and if you go in that infrared right after the PEMF and your cells are all charged up correctly, and then you get some additional light signal energizing them, it's a really powerful combination. Um, so. Cool. Yeah, just going back to the uh, to the PEMF, we interviewed uh, Chuck Hazard. He's VP of Sales at Aura on the show a few mm -hmm. months ago. He's the one that also told me he has this machine, and not even for like physical injuries, but he said when he sleeps with these machines, sleeps. the way it supercharges the mitochondria from mm -hmm. from these frequencies, it, he does a lot of in long distance exercise and so mm -hmm. he, he he's seen incredible he he sees the benefits in his energy levels where he'll wake up after five hours of sleep and it's just like freaking wired from sleeping nice. with one of these things under the bed so i think it goes more than just physical like yeah. injury recovery sure i don't know if you've experienced anything like that in terms of energy levels everything dave is doing and all of the really cutting edge people is is all coming back to the mitochondria mitochondria absolutely yeah. Everything and, 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 and giving them what they need to do their job well, like reducing oxidative stress, getting yes. rid of free radicals, you know, increasing the NAD levels mm -hmm. uh, for chemistry, you know, giving it better electrical charges to the cell walls, um, things like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it is all mitochondria. I haven't seen any, you know, giant things. What I do notice, I do wear the aura ring. Hello. Yeah, and as track do the, I. Track the sleep and probably – you know, tr starting to track your sleep was and and changing things because of what happened in your sleep has been one of probably my top three hacks in general. I mean, I would a, right? Where okay. where were we? We were talking on mitochondria. Yeah, yeah, and and sleep. So sleep, what I was, yes. yeah, what I was saying is that's one of the most actionable pieces of data that you can get. Hundred percent. And you also see, I see anyway, uh, in the sleep data, you know, a lot of uh, effects of things that I do during the day. For example, I didn't know this until I started wearing the Aura Ring, but, you know, I used to think that I slept really well after a few drinks. <laughs> as, as did I. You're yeah. Right? You're like, I, oh, yeah, I was 40 years with this information. 40 years. <laughs> like, oh, it's great. I have a couple of drinks. I pass out. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
but but what you see is that your your REM and your deep sleep goes to shit. Oh, and it's terrible. Like it's all light, light, light broken, crappy, light broken, sleep. crappy sleep. And then you wonder why you wake up, you know, with a hangover. Yeah. But I mean, when I saw that quantified in front, absolutely of agree, man. Just two or three drinks that how the efficiency of the sleep went to shit. I was like, yeah. okay, that really changed my relationship between that. And yeah. then I also see it in things uh, at, like at labs. When you when I do a cryo session, yeah. uh, I get lots more REM and deep sleep after Same a cryo here. session. I've noticed that from cold you immersion. Notice, yeah, cold immersion because it puts the body into that recovery mode. Same with the Vasper yep. uh, sessions. So, you know, it's nice to see something changing and, and reacting to what you're doing and also to be have some things you can do, um, you know, like um, when you see in your sleep that it's gotten bad and you said, oh, I got all this light sleep. Okay, so I'm, I'll do a cryo session today and I'll sleep like a baby tonight. So, yeah. yeah. I've noticed the exact same thing. So, yeah. yeah, I remember when actually it was it was Asprey and it was 2011. There was a picture of him on the front page of sfgate.com and he had this Zio device strapped to his head. And, yeah, yeah. Talk, and I'm like, what the hell has he got on his head? And then I just started discovering that and I bought the Zio and I'm like, oh crap, man, I'm getting like five and a half hours of sleep a night. I, I hadn't, I didn't even have an awareness of how sleep deprived I was because yeah. I was, I was no, going didn't. to bed at 12 or one, getting up at six to get on the 101 so I could beat the traffic down to Palo Alto. And I, I didn't make the connection that man, I'm getting like five and a half, six hours of sleep mm. if I'm lucky. Yeah. And like you said, just having, just having some data. Cause I didn't make, I didn't have enough of an awareness until I had some, some good data. Exactly. And, and then, and then to have some ideas of what you can do about it. I mean, I'm sleeping now on average about six and a half hours a night, but I have a good efficiency to yeah. the sleep yeah. and you know, the amount of sleep doesn't matter as much as the efficiency. Absolutely. Um, and the so HRV, the readiness, HRV score, and the readiness and score and stuff, heart rate and stuff like that. So yeah. if, if you're getting the right restoration, some people can get it in four or five hours. For sure. Um, so, and some people need the full eight and it depends on your environment as well. But uh, I, I focus on getting the amount of the recovery done. And sometimes it takes me eight hours, but on average it's about six and a half hours right now. Yeah, one other thing that's been huge for me from the Aura Ring, which I didn't get with any other sleep trackers, is the fact that they're tracking heart rate through the night. Yeah, yeah. And, and it tells you when you have your lowest resting heart rate. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that if I haven't finished eating by 6 p.m., then I'll have elevated heart rate much later into the night. So I've started doing like early time-restricted feeding where like I want to be done eating by 5 and I'll well, watch I should the look heart at rate. That. I haven't seen, I haven't checked at the heart rate, the length of time it stays up versus eating time. And when you have your lowest heart rate, that's one of uh -huh. the parts of the algorithm for your readiness score. Sure, sure. How early in the night was your lowest? So like if I have a few drinks or have a late meal, my lowest resting heart rate is like four in the morning. And if yeah. I've finished eating and everything by five, it's like, at like 10 p.m. or oh, sorry, like 2 a.m. 2 a.m. So, earlier. And earlier is better for the readiness. You know, the only downside to this stuff is, is I don't, you know, your friends are going out for an 8 p.m. <laughs> Brazilian all you can barbecue yeah. and you're like, oh shit, I know this I can't is going to destroy my yeah. sleep. So you have to make those situational decisions. Obviously, you still do it and you suck it up, but mm. you're kind of like, well, I just 
to, you know, eat differently or take a different number of things. You know, like at the poker game last night, a lot of guys drink when they play poker. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I just yeah. don't. I don't drink anymore for, yeah. when I play poker because I, I know how bad sleep, you know, drinking is for my sleep. And if I'm staying up anyway, it's yeah. going to double bang it. So I just, you know. And, and you know how well you're going to perform on the days where you've aligned your day for an optimal sleep session. Yeah, totally. And I know the next day how much ass I can kick when everything's gone right during the day to set me up for that optimal sleep cycle. Absolutely. Cool, man. This has been yeah. awesome, Martin. Now, uh, you did drop a little uh, nugget there about uh, oh, expansion. Yeah. So let's, let's close on that and then just tell us where people can um, – find you guys because I oh. think a lot of people aren't familiar with the work you're doing. So we want to spread the word. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. So um, Bulletproof Labs is our first location, which is in Santa Monica next to the Bulletproof Cafe. Yep. Uh, and we have a website for that bulletprooflabs.com. Yep. But the new company, which we've now separated from Bulletproof and are calling Upgrade Labs, has its own website as well, okay. upgradelabs.com. And yep. every new location that we have is going to be called an Upgrade Labs. So we are renaming Bulletproof Labs to be Bulletproof Upgrade Labs. Yep. And we right now have a pop-up happening in West Hollywood or in Hollywood with Nike, which we're calling Nike Upgrade Labs. That's a cool idea. I love it. Right. So we're kind of co-branding. That's why we added this Upgrade Labs version to it. And our third location is going to be, you're the first to hear it here, in Beverly Hills. Yep. Um, uh, I can't tell you the exact location, but it'll be open in September. Congrats so, on that. Uh, we will have another location there. And we are currently working on a pipeline of about five more locations, um, four in L.A. and one in San Jose. Yeah. Uh, we hope to expand quite aggressively to bring this to more uh, people. And the reason, and we're going to stay mostly in LA because lots of people care about their fitness in LA. And also the reason we're going to Beverly Hills versus Santa Monica, there's, we have so many clients that come from or that want to come from Beverly Hills. But as you know, from Beverly Hills to Santa Monica is a long way mm -hmm. in, in LA time. It's like an mm -hmm. hour. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, while some of our members are coming, it's going to be much better to have it be over there. So we're working on, um, we're going to open Beverly Hills in, in, in uh, September and hope to have three or four more locations within the next 18 months uh, in Los Angeles for all the people that are excited about Upgrade Labs. So well, it's, in, it's incredible work, Martin. It's, it's, it's pioneering a lot of the latest things. It's, it's raising the public awareness about how to use all of these things. It's giving people alternative ways to come in and, and change their health, whether they're suffering from a chronic disease or a physical injury, or they just want to perform better. So I just want to say thanks to you guys for, for pushing the envelope and making this available to consumers. I, I try to do the same thing, which is give people their data. You're mm -hmm. giving people ways to, to access this incredible technology. So awesome work, man. I'm really happy. We'll support you guys in any way we can. And uh, thanks for making time on a Friday afternoon, brother. All right. Thank you, David. Go out and yeah. enjoy the lake. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to Data Driven Health Radio.